So, are we failing yet? No, we are no. just uh, acting as if it's Hollywood. Okay, so hello. Uh, <laughs> let's start making sense. Uh, or less sense. What I wanted to do today is I wanted to create one of those uh, Vogue-like uh, lifestyle magazine-like which kind of a person are you? Are you a laptop person or are you a desktop person? So, yes. So, uh, what we're going to do tonight or today or whatever your time zone is for us, for us is tonight. We are going to try to uh, give us give our pros and cons on using either a laptop or a desktop and to try to explain why we think this and what do we think that you should do if you are still undecided on which kind of uh, which kind of a computer you're using so let's roll the intro and after that let's get the discussion going Now, Mr. Twister. Mr. Let's Twister. Go. <laughs> yes, let's go. Uh, are you a laptop person or a desktop person? I'm both. Damn it. <laughs> okay, but if you had to choose, if, which would you choose? If I had to choose, it would be almost impossible. But if, if I was really, really, really forced to choose, probably it would be a very expensive and very powerful laptop. You see, I would, in a heartbeat, choose a desktop. Okay. Because I don't see. Let let me go, let me just go through my uh, laundry list about this. <laughs> no, the the idea is this: uh, uh, when we are having to, if I have to choose between a desktop and a laptop, I still don't consider laptops as normal computers. Okay. I uh, the main thing about the computer for me is the screen, uh, real estate of the screen, and I want the screen real estate to be as big as possible. I am getting older. This is one part of the part of the equation, uh -huh. but it's not that. I have been using laptops for the last twenty-five-ish years, and uh, I still am not uh, prepared to completely embrace the idea of having just one small screen. Even if I have a screen that is going to be at home, and a screen that is going to be at the, at the office, I just don't like the idea of one small screen. And if I need to have two screens, I would much more prefer to have a desktop attached to either of those screens and then to have a laptop as a side tool, but just as a, I would say as a crutch. So if I need to do something, I need to go outside, uh, I'm going to use my laptop, but uh, the desktop is going to be the main driver because I can get much better processors in them. I can get much more memory for it. I can expand it, I can change the uh, components, I can usually attach much more screens to the uh, actual device, and the whole experience is better. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is the uh, keyboard. Okay. However, the keyboards on the, desk, uh, the, uh, the laptops are good. I am used to keyboards that have full key um, travel. So I need to my keys that uh, that are going to enable me to type fast, and this is just 
usually I'm not, I'm not going to say impossible but not uh, nice when I'm dealing with the laptops so I'm just basically a desktop person okay uh, I'm going to uh, kind of like give a brief overview of what I've been doing in the past couple of years uh, because I kind of went uh, in a couple of different directions and you were actually witness to that as well and you were both helper and enabler in a sense uh, when I was going through a couple of different phases uh, as I was building, uh, let's say, my IT real estate at home, let's call it like that. Yes, grievance, denial, and so on, yes. Yeah, yeah, five stages of grief. Uh, so um, when COVID era started, um, I actually went with uh, a smallish desktop. So I bought a, an Intel i9 Nook uh, for myself. Uh, and, of course, I ended up in a small bit of a problem, a little bit of a pickle because that's not necessarily very upgradable it's small in size and in volume so i had to buy a particular graphics card for that to work uh, the primary requirement for there, there were two primary requirements for the graphics card it had to have a lot of ports because i have five screens and i had them back then and also uh, it needed the graphic card needs to be very small in size and i've spent countless hours trying to find one and i got one in the end, it took me probably more than a month to find one that's in stock and available and that uh, uh, was actually something that can fit my, my knuck. And I still have it in. It was uh, a perfect buy. But uh, the problem that I had with uh, that setup uh, wasn't related to screens. So I could have, uh, as, as you know, I had eGPU connected to Thunderbolt as well. So I had plenty of uh, additional ports because I have five ports here and three ports, uh, three HDMIs connected to Atom as well. So I needed at least eight so that I can do the necessary cloning and manipulation of that. I tried and went through the phase of using um, uh, the uh, HDMI 1 to 2. So one input, two output, uh, uh, let's say, uh, the devices, but none of them worked well. Uh, and in the end, I kind of like went with two graphics cards in the latest computer, but I'm going to come to that. Um, the, at the end, the, the problem that I had with the NUC-based system wasn't about the speed or the memory or SSD or anything. It was just perfect in every regard from that perspective. It was related to the fact that it has so many things crammed into it that things slowly started to get away from me. For example, the internal USB headers started making me problems, which meant that front I.O. stopped working, which is two, two additional USB 3.0 and one USB-C port, which was already a problem. And then uh, the most usual things started happening, like Thunderbolt ports uh, starting to act weirdly. And at one point in time when I was doing a lecture, I had a situation in which one of the Thunderbolt ports really didn't want to give in to my needs of actually working at that particular time. So I decided that I'm going to uh, remove that from uh, the multimedia setup that I do my, my work with. And primarily at that time, as you remember, uh, my work was constant lecturing all day long. So it was, you know, VMware, Microsoft, Reddit in the morning and the college courses in the evening. So I removed that NUC from the setup. Uh, and it's still here in uh, working happily with ESXi uh, installed on it. I'm using it for testing of some stuff. And I went next to a MacBook Pro, 
with external GPU and that for that specific reason I needed a specific GPU from a specific list of compatible GPUs because it's an Intel one. That's the reason why I uh, politely ask you to grab one of the GPUs for me which you kindly lent to me. It's still here. It still works perfectly, although it's probably the, the, the piece of hardware that consumes the most power in, ever in my apartment. It is supremely hungry for power. Um, and that setup was working kind of okay for me for a while, but the usual problems with uh, having a laptop started occurring, uh, which meant that I started buying Thunderbolt 3 hubs, uh, and those things are super expensive. Then I started having problems with Thunderbolt 3 cables, and those were also super expensive. And again, you helped me there as well last year when you kindly gave me one of the Apple's Thunderbolt cables for uh, for Christmas, which was very kind of you, because those are stupidly expensive, yet worth every single penny, believe it or not. Yes, but uh, I'm going to interject there, but uh, I think that when it comes to Thunderbolt cables, this is the cable. It is. And uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how expensive it is, because the rest of those are going to give up on you, uh, just give it a gimmick. Uh, if, if they are even working, by uh, by the spec, they're going to give up on you uh, if you give them time. Oh, actually, so, you are wrong. Uh, I found two different uh, additional types of cables by OWC and Belkin that really work well. But generally speaking, you are correct. Uh, all of the others, and I had plenty. I changed five different brands. Tried it. It wasn't a matter of money. It was just I. It is very difficult with USB cables at times, as I'm sure both you and our listeners and viewers know. So uh, in the end, that setup also had to go away because it was starting to do the same problems for me, just like Nuck. Although I was very happy with the fact that I had a laptop ahead of me here with one screen and then additional screens around it. I had six screens connected to it. It was working rather well, uh, but I didn't have enough ports, HDMI, HDMI. So I had to go with some uh, uh, some of those one one input, two output HDMI. Um, devices actually, I had I have active ones and they're still here and they're working really well. But with Max, those things those things mostly don't work. And if you remember, I also bought those super expensive Vertex devices that can do two input, two output, programmable in every direction, whatever you want with uh, HDMI signals. But the problem is that um, uh, Apple, it seems to me, I haven't had have had a chance to confirm this. Um, Apple has some kind of a very weird. HDCP protection on their HDMI outputs, and if you put that into a multiplexer like one to two, none of them work properly. At, uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they, they don't. I just cannot bear to handle that while I'm doing uh, the job, which is the reason why now it's going to be two years uh, next month. Uh, I uh, made a conscious effort to go your way, which is also where you helped me with some of the ideas. Uh, and I finally, after many, many, many years, uh, invested into buying a desktop computer. Uh, so 3900K and Asus motherboard with Thunderbolt and whatnot. And 99.99% of the time, that really works very well. The only gripe that I have with that, as we are going to discuss in this episode and probably some, some other episodes as well, is also something that we discussed in the motherboard episode months ago. Uh, it is the limited expendability uh, in terms of the PCI Express slots. Although it's a super expensive motherboard, 
it still at times doesn't have the amount of uh, USB horsepower that I need because I have many USB devices connected to it, cameras, sound cards, ATEM, you know, all of the, the, these things. So right now I'm actually very much aligned to your way of thinking in terms of what I do. So I have a desktop at home and in the office and I primarily work with those. But if I really had to make a conscious effort to make a choice and uh, to have only one computer, uh, I would still go with the laptop. But this time, it would be much harder for me to make a choice uh, in in terms of uh, which way to go, because I would actually need two. And currently, I have two computers on, on my desk. Uh, as I'm sure you know, uh, some five, six months ago, I bought myself a Mac Mini. So that's my second computer now, uh, which is uh, bolted under the desk in its uh, own uh, rail. And it's connected to one of the uh, screens that's sitting on the desk, like a movable screen, small one, USB-C powered. And I keep that as a spare computer in case something goes wrong, connected to a separate internet connection and whatnot. So I'm kind of mostly oriented towards your type of setup nowadays. But if I had a laptop that could do everything for me, I would gladly exchange all of that for it. Uh, it would influence the way in which I do the content creation part of the business uh, because it would mean that I would need quite a bit more time to uh, do video editing and whatnot. But I would gladly suffer through that because I wouldn't have this hulk of a case right next to me uh, that's consuming, you know, one cubic meter of, uh, of, of space and huge power supply and uh, gazillion cables connected to it and whatnot. That's where I am. Okay, so basically I converted you to a desktop person, but you are just not admitting it yet. That's completely fine. That's completely fine. You are in the safe space. We can talk about this. This is a, this is the thing that we need Qualsa to discuss. Do? How do you feel? Is that that? Star Trek? Yes, 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 yes. I yes. love now, it. Confront your feelings. Uh, just, just look deeply inside yourself and say, okay, uh, did you, let's try did, to did play you, a Did you watch Jeff Dunham and uh, Peanut perhaps sketches? No. You should. Ah, yes, yes. You yes, should because yes. in one of the scenes, he uh, the the pin, how ventriloquist uh, Jeff Dunham and his his uh, puppet uh, Peanut he, Peanut kind of uh, let's say asks him, search your feelings, Jeff. You're ju just doing that to me. Yes, uh, <laughs> because I want to. I just want to make you feel safe here. I am. <laughs> uh, and the idea, but uh, let's let's play the devil's advocate here. Hmm? Let's talk about. Uh, what could be the uh, main advantage of a laptop if you put aside the portability of it? Nothing. So the portability itself is the selling point. Yes. Okay. I'm completely fine with this. You can use the laptop wherever you are. But I don't see any other selling point other than the portability. For um, You mean for our use cases? Um, for let's, let's try to now, let's talk about the average Joe. Okay. Every Joe uh, has the portability as the first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And by portability, I usually don't mean that they're going to whip out their laptop uh, while sitting in a cafe. Okay. Uh, they're going to use their laptop because they don't want to lose the space in the apartment. Okay. I know a lot of people who don't care about having a desktop. Mm -hmm. They actually don't care about having a computer. Mm -hmm. They want a computer that's going to be online when they need it. They're going to use it, use it to browse the Facebook. Mm -hmm. Maybe answer an email or two, and then they wanted to put it away and have a free space inside their apartment. But they don't. That's what want... tablets exist for. Okay, but they're not that nice to uh, answer emails on. 
So uh, there are people who are using the, the, the laptop simply because they have a big enough screen, they are cheap enough, because we need to face the truth and say that the cheap uh, Windows laptops are way, way, way more usable than any uh, cheap tablet. Yes, and, and, che and, and cheaper. If you buy a cheap, and they are cheaper, and the, if you buy a cheap tablet, you are not going to get anything with it, basically. So what you are stuck with is going to be something that barely is able to boot. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're talking about the Android or, uh, uh, heaven forbid, uh, Windows. Because Windows-based tablets are pieces of crap, basically. I don't think they are. Are not... there are. There are a few of them that are really uh, well made, but, and especially surfaces by Microsoft, they're really good. And I could see yes, many then, times the, to buy then them. Then the price, the price follows the... And the the proprietary uh, connectors and whatnot. I'm never, never going to buy a device like that ever again. That's sure. That's for sure. Yes, but the uh, Surface is a nice device. It's, it it's, it's a good device. It's a nice device. It's well made. It has its own uh, it has its own uh, merits, but uh, if we are talking about thousands of dollars, uh, the regular laptop is still going to be the best bet. Yes, because I agree. you are going to get much more bang for your buck. Yeah, but okay, this is one of those things. Uh, for professionals like us, uh, the only selling point for the laptop is that I can take it with me when I'm going outside, mm -hmm. if I need to do something on the road, and this is getting rarer and rarer. I don't go outside that much uh, while needing to do something. Okay. Uh, it is nice to have a laptop because I can work in a cafe. But uh, back in the years, I used, I used to need a laptop because I was configuring servers, uh, standing, uh, standing uh, behind the router, trying to configure it via console and so on. So the laptop made sense. Uh -huh. Right now, I grew out of it. So... I want younger people to do uh, the junior heavy lifting. To do the, <laughs> the heavy lifting. I just want to have my um, remote connection enabled, and then I can uh, take care of the rest. Okay. Let me... So the laptop itself is not something that I want to uh, I want to see. I have to interject here. Uh, you said that uh, you are doing less and less stuff, let's say outside, and uh, for that reason, you need less and less to have a portable device that's, let's say, powerful or whatnot. I understand where you're coming from, but I also think and I have a sneaking suspicion that you are wrong and that's, that that is going to change in the near future a lot. I'm going to say tell you why. Uh, not trying to professor you, just uh, saying some thoughts which I think have merit, of course. Um, we, we just went through a big uh, streaming experience again. Uh, so we had a security conference on Monday. Yasmin and I uh, did uh, audio-video production for the conference. And for the most part, everything went without a hitch. There were some equipment issues, but it wasn't as if it was something super major. It was what it was. It was the first time that it was done for our company and whatnot. I have a sneaking suspicion that these things are going to start uh, happening more and more often. But uh, that's not going to mean a lot to you because you know that I'm going to get all the necessary equipment so you don't care, because that's what I did this time as well. I'm not putting you on the spot, just saying. Uh, but the reality of that situation is that if you want to have a stable setup, and I think I've proven that with uh, this specific event, you need to have two laptops. That is the solution for uh, that type of setup. Or maybe, let's say, a Mac Mini, 
in the rack, which I have. I have one, uh, a spare one in the Sonnet rack mount chase chases, which I need to take out of the studio, and at least one computer on the side. The reason why two computers are needed is pretty much obvious. Uh, when you do a live streaming for an event that has a couple of hundred people, uh, you probably want to have the uh, one one system working on stuff related to audio so that you can have audio as, as great as possible and the other one doing stuff like companion and atom switching and all of the video clips and intros and outro, outros and whatnot. And I tried to do that actually at home with one computer and I was unsuccessful multiple times, uh, the, the, which has nothing to do with this particular event. I tried to do it over the course of the past three years, more than a few times, or a little bit less than three years, let's say two and a half years, but was never successful. Two computers are a must. Unless you're doing OBS or something like that, which I refuse to do for a variety of reasons that are known to you and me. So I think that your I don't need a laptop uh, to do the job or something like that, or I am using laptops less and less. Yeah, but that's uh, that's for the... Uh, in, in this use case, which I'm sure it's going to keep repeating itself, that's because I'm going to carry two for you. You know? Okay. And I, I will gladly do that. And as a result of this, I started assembling a rack because that's the only way to do it properly. Yes, but you just right now uh, said what I was just planning to do. So you were starting to start assembling a rack and a rack is just a complicated way of saying we need a desktop that is going to be inside the rack. No. Uh, because when you are dealing with a rack, you are going to inevitably end up with two machines that are going to end up being uh, rack mount computers. Because it's much easier to then uh, expand them, uh, get the decoders and coders and so on uh, into them. And Okay, but what I would say is that uh, your usage case that you're right now proposing is first, is a, is a complete outlier. It is. This is one, one thing. And the other thing is that I wouldn't do it that way. So you can, you can just uh, say that I'm just wrong, simply wrong. But uh, if we are dealing with uh, uh, something that is going to happen repeatedly out of the same uh, location, and this location is well known to us, it's much better to have... Uh, a couple of desktops, even three or four of those yeah. uh, installed so that we can have a backup, so that we can have a, a sustainable and completely independent uh, connection to the internet, so that we are not dependent on, dependent on the wireless and so on and so on. So there are a couple of reasons, but this is an entirely different episode. How it to is, create, how, yeah, how, it is, but I, I wanted to say that there is an outlier that exists there that we are going to keep on running into. And for us, that is not going to be an outlier. That's my point. And furthermore, yes, but the reason why I'm building a rack is obvious. It's much easier to transport, but the computers are going to be on the sliding shelves. They're not going to be rack mounted in a sense of what you're saying. Unless I decide to finally take that i7 Mac Mini that's in the, in the rack in the studio, which gets uh, no use at all anymore and put it there, and then it's going to be for controlling audio. For that purpose, it's perfect. But it's still going to be at least one more laptop. I don't want to rely on third-party computers. I have nothing against your idea. I think you're correct. But relying on third-party computers that can be provided by even our location, by our tech support, doesn't have to be the best way to go. Not because those computers are not going to be working, but because I have to deploy so many things on them for them to work properly. And also, uh, some of the apps that we use are quite heavy in terms of the yes, but, CPU but power. What I'm talking about, I'm going to interject because I want to say that what we are dealing with here, 
is a dedicated computer or a desktop that is more or less a tool that needs to be configured and then not bothered with. So you need to configure it. You, the, it is intended, its intended use is to be in, inside the last rack to do a completely uh, dedicated uh, task. And we are not talking about general purpose computers that are going to be reconfigured to just uh, do the presentations and whatever, whatever. They're just going to be whatever they are, DSPs, uh, encoders, decoders, uh, and so on. So I'm pretty much, when it comes to this, I'm pretty much along, uh, working along the lines of having multiple computers, having some sort of a KVM or some other switch, and then having a nice decent monitor that can be slid out, uh, sl uh, slid out of the rack so I can actually work on all of those computers. And the computers themselves are dedicated because I want them to be able to be completely stable. Yeah. So laptops are not good for me because first they're going to compete for the uh, estate that I have when I'm working. Because if I need to have three laptops open, I need to get them out of the rack. And this makes them uh, uh, less reliable because I'm constantly moving the connections. This is one thing. And the other thing is that I just simply want to have a nice big screen and then work on one dedicated computer or other dedicated computer and so on. So we have different views on this. I have the reason why I think that the desktops are better. But let's now go back to the average Joe. Yeah, I, I have let's... no problem with uh, having desktop computers for that. But they, they need to be organized in a certain manner and we would need to have some screens there, which is a shame that we didn't have. But that's a different discussion. Yes, okay, okay, but just just to be just to be uh, just to be uh, uh, I, I want to I want to be understood as I'm not against you the idea of the laptops, but the laptops here are not the right solution simply because they have their own inherent problems that are not solved by their mobility. So having a computer is it's much easier to um, uh, to cool it down. It's much easier to uh, in change something if something is wrong. It's much easier to uh, basically control it using a screen. So, different reasons for this. But, okay, let's go back to the average Joe. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a second. I have a second idea, which is even more crazy. How about we do, uh, we use a server for that? I'm completely fine with this. You, you understand I'm where I'm getting like. this, you know? Where yes, I'm but this. Uh, what, I, what I don't like about the servers is that because they're loud. No, to use servers when, they, uh, when you power them on. If you put them in a different uh, cooling uh, mode, they're almost completely silent. Okay, then the last generation is. The, yeah. That's uh, to be completely honest, it is. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, let's go back to the every Joe. Every Joe. So um, first thing, portability. Mm -hmm. uh, laptops are completely uh, portable. If you have any reason why you need to work away from home, while on in the field, mm -hmm. laptops all the way. Mm -hmm. But anything other than this, desktops, I would have, I would much, much rather prefer a desktop at, uh, at, uh, at my house, a desktop at my work, workspace, and then, or the office, whatever, and then have them connected through some uh, cloud or some different, uh, some different uh, service, because I want to have my files uh, synchronized. And this is completely, uh, I, could, I don't care which uh, technology is being used. It could be Office, it could be a Gmail, it could be Dropbox, it could be whatever it is. I just want my uh, files be, uh, to be synchronized across the device and that's it. I don't have any more use, usage cases when it regards to mobility. I want to have a big screen where, where I work. I, have, I want to have a 
full size nice keyboard where I work and I want to be able to switch my uh, files to follow me wherever I am. You don't need a keyboard or a mouse in that scenario. You need Stream Deck. That's all that you need. Okay. Uh, we are not talking about it. Please switch away from the Just say no. Switch away from the streaming. I have to. We are bit. not talking about the streaming. I know. I'm just just uh, making a mess up. Yeah, yes, yes. But, but the thing is, the thing is that you are. Um, I'm messing with you. I'm just trolling. Nothing else. Yes, General yes, yes, Joe no, doesn't but, uh, need any I, of that. There are no, no questions asked. Yes, I know. But I know that uh, since you are just uh, slowly becoming upper management, suddenly your keyboard Lord, no. is not something. You you not don't need the keyboard. You can actually do your task with the Steam Deck. So you can you can just create a matrix of the tasks and that's it. The the, the level of uh, <laughs> trolling and manipulation this sentence is overflowing on any chart, exponential ones as well. As they said, yeah. you started it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's it's awesome to have that kind of a discussion. But yeah, uh, stream okay. stream decks are cool. Uh, stream decks are stream decks are nice thing to have, and I think the stream deck is basically what was. Uh, if you remember back way then, there was a keyboard called. Uh, do you remember the keyboard that somebody uh, put up maybe twenty years ago, that had uh, all the keys uh, created as an OLED displays. Oh yes. Do you remember that yes. one? Yes. That I I don't think that it uh, ever came out as an actual keyboard. I think it did. Uh, it was uh, Optimus. Optimus Art Labedev Optimus. Okay. Yeah. It, it did check. come out. It did come out and yes, yes, quite yes, a few Labedev, Yes. That. Yeah. I remember that very well. Yes, but well. they ended up with they ended up with uh, having a smallish keyboard that wasn't that wasn't that big. And I see now that they uh, created a keyboard. They're still selling it. Yes. How many uh, giga dollars is it? I don't know, but it used to be like more than a thousand dollars. It was crazy. I, I was actually considering buying one because it was okay. I super would say cool. I would say that they started doing it because right now they're recommending uh, Windows to be either XP, Vista, or Seven. Okay. So so I think they stopped uh it was the 2007. So I think that they stopped uh, with that nonsense selling it. Uh, it's not nonsense. It's just a thing that you want to uh, you, you want to you uh, would like probably to have when you're trying to uh, uh, uh show that you have more money than uh common sense. Common sense. <laughs> I knew it. So I, I'm not, I'm not talking about a normal, normal thing that um, a normal person would buy. And I see that they actually don't have the keyboard uh, available right now. But since they are, from what I see, they're based in Russia. So yes, I'm not, I'm not that uh, surprised that right now you cannot buy a keyboard from them. But anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, a keyboard like this is a Steam Deck. Steam Deck is a Steam Deck is basically that. I had, I still have that G11 Logitech keyboard, which is a smaller version of the G15, and I bought it when it came out, so it's more than 15 years old. It's still in the office, hooked up to my second computer. That's still yes, on my know. second desk. It still works really well. 
some of the keys are a little bit, you know, hazy. And worn best. out. Uh, yeah, worn out. As as I'm sure you know, I tend to beat up my keyboards heavily. But this one actually survived that much better than anything else I ever had. So that's a really good keyboard. And it had ma macro keys as well uh, on the left-hand side. Uh, I bought it because G15 was, uh, to my taste, too, a little bit too much expensive. This was way less expensive, actually, although it contains most of the functionality. So, anyways, uh, what I want to what I want to say is that uh, what we need to uh, what we need to talk about then is the availability of different uh, extensions. Okay. Because I want to talk about one more thing. When we are dealing with laptops and desktops, uh, a lot of people, when they have a desktop, tend to put a lot of uh, everything inside one desktop. Uh -huh. If you have the uh, possibility to buy a nice case that is going to be completely silent, to house all your disks, so that your desktop can be a smallish uh, device like a Nuts or something like this. Would you do it? What does it mean, smallish device, if I can put all of my disks in? Nuts, NUC doesn't have space for that. <coughs> <coughs> no, I want, what I wanted to say is that uh, maybe we should... Uh, would you think about having a two-device uh, solution at home? Because you, you, I know that you have a, a NAS. Yeah, that's my solution to that. I'd... Uh, it's not out of lack of trying. Um, I did have various custom solutions before, but actually, back in the good old days when we are we were still both working as uh, IT journals and editors, I was kind of spoiled by some of the vendors who keep kept on sending me NASAs because I actually knew how to use them and wrote decent enough articles about them for that for which they were grateful for. So I started with Ecos and then moved to Synology. Uh, but no, I wouldn't go back to creating my own, let's say, personal NAS for home. That's what Synology is all about. And it's a little bit more expensive solution to what I want to have. But at the end of the day, I really like their devices. It works really well. And the only reason why I bought it is because of the fact that my old Ecos, which was running 24-7 for 10 freaking years in a row, uh, that one uh, went uh, you know, behind the rainbow, as we usually say. Okay. So no, but, um, in no way I would do a two-computer solution for, if you if you are referring to a, a solution which includes one computer for storage. No. Um, because as as you probably know, uh, I have a I have a homemade uh, server at home, mm -hmm. and I think that my solution is, I would say I would call it better. Okay. Not because not because I uh, see something wrong with uh, having a Synology. Synology is a nice net. Uh, nice, uh, it it works. It does um, what it needs to do. Very uh, good UI, correctly. simple to manage. Yes, but what I'm missing uh, with Synology is the ability to run uh, Docker's. It still so, it has Docker capability. Not all of them work, yes, but, but it still works. Yes, but the problem the problem is the the actual capability of actually running them. So there is not enough uh, CPU uh, power to run what I would usually... I have a Xeon-based one. It has plenty of CPU power. Okay, but I'm, I was not happy with That's very expensive, though. That's expensive, yeah. So your, your point stands, definitely. So, not uh, that only that I'm a desktop guy, I'm a two-desktop guy. 
Okay. So basically, I basically, have two desktops I think that as well. But so when you are choosing, let let's try, let's now try to uh, create a list of what we think that people should be thinking about when they're choosing a computer. Okay, without any uh, real components, just uh, just general guidance. Yes. Okay. So if they want something cheap, probably a laptop. Definitely a laptop. Because if they are going to buy a case, a power supply, and a monitor, it is going to go. Probably it's going to be as cheap as the or or as expensive as the cheapest laptop available. Power supplies are incredibly expensive for years now. Yes, I know, I know, because uh, what I said is, if you are buying a case, a power supply, and a monitor mm -hmm. with nothing else, no CPU, no RAM, no discs, uh, nothing else, yeah. That's... You are, you are going to be in the ballpark of something like four hundred dollars or four hundred euros, and this is the uh, figure that you can expect to uh, pay for. Uh, I wouldn't call it decent, but semi-decent uh, laptop uh, in the lowest class. Yeah. So, you can get you can get a laptop that is, let's call it usable. Yeah. For uh, most of the usage scenarios. Agreed. So, if you are looking for a cheap computer. It's probably a laptop. Yeah, especially if you go to the second-hand market, which we both of us tend to do. Yes, if you go to the refurbished market, you can buy a, a laptop for each of those components, basically, <laughs> yes. uh, for the price. So you can you can buy the three laptops for, laptops for the same price. Yeah. Uh, uh, depending on what you want to do after this, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to play games, mm -hmm. inevitably you're going to end up with a computer. Correct. It's going to be a desktop. It's going to be a desktop, and this, this desktop is probably going to be something that is going to be much more expensive. Mm -hmm. Because depending, right now, I think that the computers are most more or less made uh, around the graphic card. I, so, I first you decide which, you're going to decide which graphic card you're going to buy, and then the rest of the computer is going to be uh, designed around it. If you buy any of the most expensive cards, 4080, 4090, and so on. Yes, so. First, you're going to need an extremely uh, powerful power supply, over a kilowatt. Yeah, and uh, you're going 12, to... 12 volt connector, you know, thingy. Yes, the special 12 volt connector that has. Uh, uh, let's not get on fire. Uh, let's not get the entire computer on fire uh, pins. But uh, the uh, power required is 600 watts just simply for, for the video card. Mm -hmm. And then you are not going to pair it up with uh, a processor that's going to be slow. So you can expect to, expect to um, um, I would say, lose. But to dump at least a couple, uh, probably three or four thousand euros to create a computer like this. Yeah, because of the price of the graphic cards, that's a fair assumption. Yes, the, the graphic card itself is going to be something like 1,600 euros yeah. uh, upwards. And then uh, when you get a decent power supply, it's going to be at least 200 euros. You need a decent uh, processor. You're going to need a normal uh, motherboard. So you're going to end up uh, buying, uh, paying a small fortune for a computer. I still have a counterpoint to this. Okay. I still think that if your uh, intention is games and games only, it's clear as day that you should look into consoles. Okay. Uh, consoles are a completely different breed. We are talking about PC master race people. Okay. So we are talking about people who are, who want to have a PC simply because they want to have a PC. Okay. Uh, and 
consoles are the way to go in almost all the different usage cases because uh, every game that uh, is trying to uh, make it right now is going to uh, be released on consoles. Mm -hmm. Consoles are way, 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 way cheaper. Yes. And then you can buy a decent TV uh, to accompany your console for the same amount of money or Less or half money. of the money yeah. that you would pay for a decent PC. Yeah. So we are we are talking different worlds. Yeah. So uh, this usage case says if you are a gamer and want a PC, you are going to pay a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of money to have something decent. Yeah. If you're just if you're not looking for yeah. some. If you don't need PC, if you're just a gamer, then consoles. Then consoles probably. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do some kind of work. Mm -hmm. You suddenly don't care about the graphic card. Yep. And then this is where the, when the fun starts. Yep. Be because almost all the graphic cards that are right on the market are completely fine for uh, video editing. They're completely fine for everything that requires uh, more than two, two monitors. Uh, everything except gaming. Mm -hmm. Even if you are, uh, if you want to accept that you are not going to get the 120 FPS uh, gaming uh, gaming uh, uh, experience then you can actually create a gaming PC that is going to be relatively decent for a decent amount of money. Okay. And then you are going to create yourself a workhorse that is going to work, be able to do uh, other things. Mm -hmm. If you want to do editing, mm -hmm. you are not going to choose the computer based on graphic card. You're going to choose it based on the processor. Because right now processing is the... Uh, the, the graphic cards are not yet that important when it comes to post-processing. They are getting there. They are getting there, yes. But right now, they are not that important. Yep, that's okay. So if you if you buy a, a last generation i7 or something like this, compared to uh, the uh, uh, the same version of the or the uh, similar version of it uh, based on AMD, you are going to get a processor that is able to do uh, the things that you want to do when it comes to video and audio editing. Okay. All the computers right now on the market are capable of uh, audio editing. Yeah. So audio editing is not, not, nothing complicated. Uh, anything text-based, almost all the computers are capable of it. Yeah. I have a, I have a one thing that uh, is a little bit scary. My experience in the last couple of uh, months was that uh, the AI thing uh, actually created a little bit of a mess when it comes to uh, text. Okay. Because if you have installed additional filters, if you are install if you if you are using a word, mm -hmm. and then you try to use Grammarly, mm -hmm. and you are trying to use uh, different filters that are using AI to help you uh, help you work and so on and so on, suddenly the computer that could be called more than decent, I have a uh, thirteen seven hundred uh, Intel here, and sixty four uh, uh, gigabits of RAM, uh, right now my computer starts to stutter. When it comes, when, when I load in a uh, hundred page or more word document. Uh, word document, yeah, simply simply because the tools themselves are competing to try to uh, make sense of the document, and suddenly the amount of processing power that I have is not enough. I noticed the same which is, thing, which is completely bonkers. It is. I agree. It, it, it lies yeah. in the same in the same basket as it as the words inability to tell you 
how many characters are there in the document? Uh, we recently uh, got new computers, uh, and they are also based around 3900K, our office computers. Today, I had that scenario, and I had it multiple times over the course of the past couple of months. I also use Word with Grammarly. I opened the Word document. It started doing its job while I was doing a Zoom session with some important international yes. clients, and the whole machine froze for a couple of seconds. I just closed the document down in an instant because I realized what's happening and bye-bye. I'm going to do that on a separate computer. Yes, but it's, it's, it's a little bit insane that when we are talking about uh, computers, right now we are saying that... Word processing less, is the problem. <laughs> it, the, the word processing it became a problem and the, uh, it became a bigger problem than to being able to do the video editing in 4K. Yeah, that's, that's completely insane. And this is one of those things that uh, are puzzling to me. If I want to use, if I want to use something like a Gmail, mm -hmm. and I want to use it uh, together with some AI tools because I'm using a Grammarly, for example, because I like Grammarly because Grammarly is great when it when it comes to uh, doing stuff like actually answering to emails. Mm -hmm. uh, it's slow. It simply is slow, mm -hmm. so uh, no amount of memory, no amount of uh, no amount of um, uh, CPU power is going to help me right now. So I'm going to choose a desktop, but be warned that you cannot expect that this decent desktop is going to behave decently when it comes to word processing. This is history repeating itself. We had, we had multiple occurrences like this in history, and in various times of the uh, development of computers uh, and we always ended up in the same uh, in the same zone you know it's just weird i wanted to yes. follow up on something that you said earlier about you said that you care very much and uh, about the screen real estate and that's the reason why uh, you, you you would probably choose always a desktop which seems reasonable okay now, uh, i would also like to notice the uh, kind of like uh, the fact there are many laptops out there that have 4K displays. My laptop is included, one of the Dells that I have. Although, yes, you could argue that having a, uh, let's say, 15-inch screen for 4K is not necessarily something that would be comfortable to be used by, for example, you uh, or a lot of other people, which I'm completely uh, uh, in agreement with. Uh, not all people have good, good enough sight to see things that are so small. But actually, when we were doing the last episode, uh, which we published uh, on uh, last Friday, we also had a discussion about MacBooks and their uh, extensibility in terms of the monitors. And I also mentioned that 10 plus years uh, old Lenovo can do six monitors if you buy the dock and the laptop, but dock and the laptop are going to cost, I don't know, 600 euros maybe or something like that, something funny when compared to a MacBook. So I just want to kind of like uh, take notice of the fact that if you need screen real estate, if you need it with laptops, there are solutions for that. That's thing number one. And before you start complaining about I don't want to, uh, uh, to carry around monitors, there are also very, very light, uh, uh, let's say, uh, movable monitors that can be powered by USB-C and you can carry around five of them and they're still going to be uh, light enough for you to have your six screens if you want to just saying that out loud i know it's insane 
but I did buy one of the uh, Asia Zen screens. I've, I've shown you this monitor yes, multiple times. It is an excellent solution to that problem. And it's light. I find that using, using uh, this is the selling point for the Mac for me, because I can use my iPad as a second screen. And okay. since I have my iPad with me, I can just simply switch my iPad to become a second screen, and that's completely fine. Yeah. And when it comes to a good screen, uh, you are aware that uh, uh, of the insanity that is uh, uh, Mac Air uh, screen that is 256 uh, by whatever it is, 160 mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, or 1600, uh, on a screen that is 13 inch. Mm -hmm. So it's a retina screen, it's a high resolution screen, it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. So the screen itself is not the problem. I'm just used to not only having a high resolution good image on my the monitors i also have a problem because i'm uh, i got used to uh, dividing my attention across the monitors because i set the applications uh, as i like them on different monitors so for example all the um, communication uh, applications teams discord uh, slack uh, zoom whatever it is is going to usually be on my right monitor mm -hmm. I'm going to have the, the application that I'm working in on my front monitor, front and center. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have whatever it is that I need to either research, read or whatever on my left monitor. Okay. So it's just the way that I divide my attention. And this is okay when it comes to a laptop. But it's much, much, much easier for me to work when I have a separate screen for to have the... I would, I would say my brain requires them to be... Uh, uh, divided. I could buy uh, I don't know 50 inch uh, screen and then have a multiple mo multiple uh, windows on it but I tried it and it doesn't work for me as, as well. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work for me as well. I tried it. Uh, but uh, did you recently switch to a free monitor setup or did I uh, did I forget or did, am I saying something? Yes, wrong? I'm I'm working with a free monitor setup. I'm uh, I used to try to I I was trying first the two monitor setup side by side mm -hmm. then i want uh, i went and uh, tried four monitor setups so two uh, in the lower uh, bottom row two in the uh, in the top row and then i switched to a three monitor setup with one monitor in the center and then two uh, uh, to basically side. linear left right left to right yes yeah okay because that's actually a, a little bit of a more recent change that you made i know that you have yes. had a four monitor setup i still have your uh, let's say four plus one monitor setup in here. So I still have five screens. They, these things work really well for me uh, because I have them set up in a specific way and that's cool for me, not a general but use I, I case think, and I not an average Joe. When it comes to, when it comes to uh, monitor setups, as soon as you go uh, uh, above the two monitor setups, so if you uh, get multiple monitors, it suddenly becomes something that you need to customize. There is no way to create a generic three monitor setup or four monitor setup because you are just going to have to make a conscious effort to find stuff on the different monitors because the screen state suddenly becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. Not a solution, it becomes a problem. Because it's possible that something is going to pop up so much left on my screen that I'm not going to, going to notice it. So if I don't expect something to pop up there, I'm not going to see it unless I actually make a conscious effort and uh, turn uh, take all a the way around light. so that you can see it. Yeah, because the screen real but estate. But you can see is... on the camera. If yeah. I need to take take a look, this is the top. Uh, this is the bottom left. Mm -hmm. This is the top right of my monitor. Yeah, that's a quite so a substantial it shift. So it requires me to completely man. turn my head. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, 
Good but for I'm, the I'm lying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I do have a fourth monitor. Mm-hmm. But it's not a monitor, it's a TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. There is a TV on, on the upper right uh, that I use to check my screen. And it is uh, specifically used to have the, screen, uh, the uh, output of my Atem on a TV so I can see how it looks like. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a Sony TV, it's an actual TV. It is capable of being a monitor, but it's an actual uh, full HD TV that is simple, it wasn't expensive, it's a, what, it's a probably 32 inch uh, TV, mm-hmm. and it's uh, hung up pretty, 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 pretty uh, high up. So I need to take a look at it uh, high up because I just need to take a glance at it because I want to see what is happening on my different screens. I'm not using it uh, constantly. I'm just using it when I need to uh, monitor what is happening on my uh, cameras. Yeah, okay. I have a different solution to that uh, Well, while we are talking about that use case. Uh, that's why I bought the the small Shinobi monitor. I've shown you that one. Yes, and yes, that yes, one yes, used the, 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 to, Yeah, that one actually used to be on the microphone arm that I'm currently using to uh, have my microphone on. But I'm currently using it like a, a solution that I'm carrying around because it's so small, yet f- still full HD. And that's perfect, uh, let's say, monitor for monitoring what's happening with the ATEM outputs. That's why I bought it. And for that purpose, it's just superb. And doesn't cost all that much. Although, uh, weirdly enough, these sorts of monitors cost way too much. Uh, but it's, it, it has a reason. Uh, it, they need to be. Uh, they need to have some uh, quality, or they need to be. Uh, uh, they need to be made. Uh, they can so also be. They can, ser- they can also be battery powered. That's one of the reasons. Uh, the one of the reasons they have to be battery powered. Uh, they need to be well made because they need to survive the uh, constant uh, moving around. They need to be a decent high resolution. They need to have a decent screen that is able to uh, that you can able to, uh, you you are able to use uh, while uh, in the open sun. So you need to see something when you're working outside, and all this uh, creates a monitor that is pretty specific. Mm-hmm. And uh, the number of monitors that people are buying is not that huge. Yeah, because a regular monitor or a TV like this is cheap just because they are making millions of them. Yeah, so there, there is no other reason. Uh, the only reason is just, just the the sheer volume that they're they're creating. So, uh, if you want a specific monitor, this is something that you're going to be paying a lot for. But it's the same thing as it with everything else. You can buy you can buy. Uh, I recently bought this uh, mic because I wanted to uh, create a smaller mic because I don't like the mic that is weighing down my uh, shirt. And at the same time, I didn't like the sound that other mics uh, created so i needed to, to buy a mic this is something like 70 euros i could have bought a three euro mic for the usb on my pc but it wouldn't be as nice it wouldn't function as nice so things that have a price have a price for a reason well in this world definitely if you're talking about the let's say content creation or multimedia and whatnot that world is has always been expensive and Absolutely, there is a reason for that. Although, when you're younger, you just don't understand it. It's just a matter of realizing why. But that takes time. Okay, Actually, but also also the prices in, in that world, the prices have been falling. Yeah, I mean, uh, atom level capability, five years ago, Jesus Christ, how much money that would cost. You know, Atom level capability, 20 years ago, would, would cost you probably millions. Yeah. 
I actually wanted to add one more thing to the discussion in which I uh, agree with you, but I have a different take on. You mentioned that, uh, just like me, basically you like your clickety-clickety very hard keyboards uh, because you need them to offer a little bit of resistance and travel as well. You need to have them in, let's say, the full size. And I'm with you on that, but there's a problem. And this is okay. not necessarily just my problem, because right now I'm talking about everybody who has a computer and another device that needs to be connected to, to the keyboard. And that can be a console, that can be uh, an iPad, it can be something else. So there's a wide variety of different scenarios for this, and I'm by no means now being an outlier, although most of the time previously I have been. Finding a decent keyboard and mouse that you can hook up to two computers at the same time, or or a computer and a console while requesting that uh, the keyboard is non-ergonomic because non-ergonomic keyboards are the way for me ergonomic keyboards i hate them with passion and second for them to actually work and be i mean if i if i put on the list of specifications i want full travel there is no such a keyboard there are no full-size keyboards nowadays with uh, that you can buy that are not ergonomic, which have at least two computers to be connected to and uh, with uh, the uh, full-size keyboard, I mean full-size of all of the keys, which is annoying to say the least. And luckily enough, uh, I mean, th this keyboard annoys the crap out of me actually because it's just like you uh, you said, I also like uh, the, the keys to travel and I like extreme uh, resistance I'm a piano player, what can you do, and whatnot. But the problem with, with, uh, with the keyboard is the fact that it is almost going into the ergonomic direction, at least this one of mine. But it has one big advantage, uh, which is that it has dedicated keys to switch the profiles between uh, various computers. And that's actually something I, I was weighing pros and cons of the keyboard before I bought it, but in the end, I really like the fact that I can just press uh, key number one and I'm connected to my PC. Key number two, I'm connected to my uh, Mac Mini. Key number three, I haven't programmed yet, but I'm, I'm going to connect it to the third computer. So that one. But uh, yet again, buying keyboards for you and me is a problem. But okay, <coughs> this, is, this is the thing that we have... Uh, simply because we have been aware of the different pieces of hardware and different versions of hardware for so, so, so long that we know that such a thing exists. And we know that it is possible for such a thing to exist, but nobody is going to buy it. So they are simply not going to create something like this. I'm completely sure that you could buy um, a USB-powered... Uh, you would probably you could probably connect uh, two keyboards to the uh, two different uh, one keyboard to two different computers using uh, some some sort of a stick, but as as I said, I don't want are, that. Yeah, I know. Yes, I know that I want. I don't want that. But uh, the thing is that what you're looking for is a KVM switch. <laughs> there is a virtual one that is connected to your keyboard. But at the same time, you want it to be uh, wireless. Yeah, or Bluetooth. And this is this is a thing that is more or less unobtainium because you simply cannot do this. Yeah. 
there is there is no way to create it uh, create it simply. You just have no no way of the, doing something like this. So why not? This. this keyboard has slim keys, as you can see on my camera. Yes. Why can I? Why cannot I have this keyboard with the fat keys? That's all that I need. Uh, I would guess, and I would wildly guess that somebody already did it. But it's hidden under uh, some stupid name like Kebder or something like this uh, without the vowels. Oh, under some layer of pile of crap under marketing terms of some uh, manufacturer who, uh, that doesn't understand that people are simpletons who want to find information quickly. Are we talking about that? Yes, 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 okay. yes. I, I know that uh, I was looking for a particular laptop today and I was trying to find because I know it exists. And I was trying to find it because I showed it to you in one of the previous episodes and I was too lazy to go through the uh, back, uh, backlog of uh, episodes and to see what, uh, where did I show, you, show it to you. And I know which laptop you're talking about to... and I can tell you which episode it is. Okay, but uh, without the access to the uh, all-knowing Oracle, I wasn't able to, uh, <laughs> I wasn't able to find it uh, immediately and I was just trying to look, at, look, uh, look for it uh, using Google. Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah, it's no impossible. Way. Searches actually so, that's a decent topic for one other episode. Searches have gone really bad. Searches have gone bad and then they got uh, AI enabled. Yeah. So now they are they are really bad. They've gone bad to worse. And uh it's not helping that uh, that people are uh trying to make searches uh trying to make searches uh even even bad even worse mm -hmm. because what they are trying to do is they're trying to um make people um i would go and say uh they're trying to make people use searches in a way that they shouldn't be used so they're trying to basically make uh, a search engine that is going to be both the ai engine search engine and your personal assistant and your best friend. I don't want this digital. I want something to be able to search, but it's a whole different episodes, if not more, uh, more than one of them. It's quite possible. So let's 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 do a verdict. Um, okay. Uh, laptop for most of the people, basically. Yes. For people who know what they're doing, uh, probably. Uh, desktop, desktop, I think. I think yes. If you want to do some kind of work, probably multi-monitor setup on the desktop. Yeah. If you want to do the gaming, incredibly expensive desktop or a place or a console. console. Mm -hmm. And usually, if you know what you're trying to achieve, a desktop. And if you want to do content creation, actually, uh, a decent laptop is really not only good enough, but a good tool. Like the MacBooks, for example, albeit expensive. Okay, but the MacBooks Pro and uh, in, in combination with the two monitors, they make sense. Yes. They make sense when it comes to content creation because they are specific tools then. Yes. Agreed. But as a general purpose tool, uh, I would go for a Windows desk, a laptop. Uh, Me, not, not necessarily, not but okay. I, I have a reason because a lot of crappy uh, devices that I had to support mm -hmm. only had Windows support. Okay, I get so that. So the reason is not because uh, uh, Mac, Mac OS is not good enough, 
but because Windows is bad enough. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so there is a decent amount of um, crappy application that support crappy hardware that needs support. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm doing a, a first level support, this is probably what I'm going to use. Yeah. Agreed. No. 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 No questions asked. Okay. Okay. So this has been the episode where we try to define why the laptop is better than the desktop and vice versa. We completely failed, <laughs> went on the went on the number of tangents, and then came back to uh, say that we honestly don't know. Uh, whatever fits you, fits you. Uh, and with the, having said that, thank you for being with us. I was Yasmin. I'm still a veteran. Uh, yes, and uh, we are going to see you in the next, the next episode. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye.